a quarterback controversy in New England as Justin Fields and the Bears beat the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Matt Ryan out, Sam Ellinger in. We've got a trade in the NFL again. Another running back. This time it's the New York Jets adding James Robinson. Tons of other news and notes to get to on this Tuesday edition of Peacock and Williams. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Get those questions in for our mailbag episode tomorrow. Uh, I think we've got plenty on today's program because the NFL is uh, it's one of those leagues, Matt, where you think you know what's going on. You wait a little while and then you have no idea. We've got quarterback shakeups after seven weeks of the NFL season. We've got to start with the quarterback shakeup going on with the New England Patriots right now, has Bailey Zappi, has he taken that job from Mac Jones now? <laughs> After a 33-14 to 14 loss to the Chicago Bears on Monday night football. Well, let's break down the game, and then I want to talk about all three of these quarterbacks, including Justin Fields. Is that cool by you? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of takes on Justin Fields. Good, good. And what a win for the Bears, first of all. I mean, go into New England a – Difficult place to play, even if Brady and Gronk and Richard Seymour and those guys aren't still there on Monday night. And most importantly, manhandled the Patriots. The physicality of the Bears and the run game was phenomenal. And you would think the Patriots are the last team that you're going to push around. I mean, here's some of the numbers that reflect that. I mean, 24 first downs versus 12 for the Patriots. I mean, Yards per play, 5.6 from this offense. That's tremendous. But 243 rushing yards. Um, Oh, and and, uh, time of possession as well. Over 37 minutes. You know, like, that's how this team has to play. That's the foundation for next year. I give my man Luke Getze. I don't know if I've told, told you about Luke Getze, but he's uh, he, he and I were at Pitt together when he was a player, you know, Steel Valley High School kid rooting for him. Uh, he's starting to really incorporate fields with design runs. Fields still has a long way to go, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. He still takes dumb sacks and holds the ball and misses, you know, screen passes obscenely bad, but he's clearly making progress, and I think Luke is helping him tremendously as is the run game. I didn't see this coming from the Patriots. I mean, I thought they would handle this without much problem, especially from a physicality standpoint. Not at all. The Chicago Bears beat the New England Patriots at their own game, playing defense, running the football. Um, Yeah, keeping the chains moving. Uh, And I think the biggest winner out of all this is definitely Justin Fields and Luke Getz. You nailed it. Uh, Matt Aberflew's doing a good job there coaching the Bears, trying to get the most out of his team. And that's the best way to keep games close, keep your team in it and and level the playing field is if being if you're more physical than the other team and you're playing defense, run the football and you're starting to see. I mean, the signs are there for Justin Fields. There's a reason he was drafted so high. And clearly he's 
he falls into the habit of hero ball way too much. And we saw him do it in college too. And it works great in college. And sometimes in the NFL, it doesn't work because it's just so much more timing based and you got to get the ball out of your hands. You can't take dumb sacks and you can't make bad interceptions and things like that. But just his physical tools, his ability to run and his, it's funny because he's inaccurate, but he's super accurate. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> it's, his, it's, his misses it's, are so ugly though. Yeah. There was one ball that slipped out of his hands, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Was sort of, uh, bad weather game too um but the design runs is the key and i think you start to look toward philadelphia and the development that happened there of course buffalo bills the development with josh allen and i th- this is probably one of the closest game scripts we've seen to maybe baltimore ravens ish for the chicago bears even too so you can kind of see where the blueprint is for the chicago bears and if you're going to get that kind of production out of justin fields and you can run the ball i mean they ran the ball 45 times for 243 yards yeah um and justin fields was a big part of that as well fields 14 carries uh montgomery 15 herbert 12 maybe the best that's what i was gonna say i love that ratio Oh, yes, it's it's fantastic. And look, you don't want your quarterback to get beaten to a pulp, but clearly Justin Fields needs to run the ball, and er- most of his his rushing uh, career in the NFL was the scrambling variety, and I think it's pretty clear that at this point in his development, just calling some designed runs is going mm-hmm. to be good for the Chicago Bears. It's the path for them to win some games and good for Justin Fields' development while he figures the other things out, and he's still got to get things out in timing get the ball out on his back foot to the right people. Um, but maybe the, the best throw of his career so far isn't one of those bombs he's thrown. He's thrown some really great dimes, and he shows flashes every game. He makes one wow throw, one wow run. In this game, it was buying a little time in the pocket, just maneuvering around with his feet, a little sidearm throw to get the ball to Khalil Herbert, who did the rest and scored on a screen pass. I mean, it, it was probably the shortest air yard completion of Justin Fields' career and was one of his best throws and showing some development there. So you love this. If you're a Bears fan, you really start to see, okay, maybe we actually might have something here, even though your team's still under-talented. You've got draft picks and a hundred million dollars to work with next year to figure out some more things and just get more talented all around fields clearly needs more help in the, in the receiving game on this roster, but the offensive lines better than we thought playing better. And they're, they're able to play a a game of physicality, play a little defense and um, Jaquan Brisker, by the way, I was, Oh, what a play. Man, how are you not drafting one of these wide receivers offensive linemen in the second round? Brisker's looking like he's coming to play at safety as well. So, you know, rookie class showing up, um, a lot of great signs for the Chicago Bears here in this week. No doubt about it. And I don't know if now's the time to have this conversation, but my 16-year-old son is a is a big Ohio State fan. And we're watching the game last night, as we always do. And he's like, Dad, why do all the Ohio State quarterbacks stink in the NFL? And is Fields going to be better than all of them? I'm like, well, it's a tiny, it's a very, very short bar for Fields to get over, to get, yeah. to get past the guys that my son will remember. And we went back to every quarterback from the 2000s that was the opening day starter for Ohio State. It's remarkably bad. And uh, where I'm going with this is he has, at at the college level, he has first-round picks blocking for him and six first-round picks running routes. You know, and that's true for Haskins, Cardell Jones, all the way down the list. And it's going to come up with C.J. Stroud, I would hope, because it's a remarkable string of failures in the league. And I'm sure people are like, well, doesn't Bama's quarterbacks and LSU's and Georgia's and Oklahoma's? Yes, but they don't have first round picks chasing them and covering them like they do in the SEC. You know, like mm, yeah. I, I really think playing with all respect to Wisconsin and Iowa and Northwestern, they're fine programs, but they're a, sh- a shell of what Ohio State puts out. 
that I think you can really get comfortable sitting in the pocket back there, patting the ball, waiting for Garrett Wilson and Alave to break free while Corey Stringer is blocking for you. You know what I mean? Like, you can see why that's not a good transition from Ohio State to the league. And even if you make it, it's it's a longer transition because of the speed of the game and, and how right. those those pass rushers can get after you, especially. So, yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, but good signs for Justin Fields there. Love seeing him have fun there in the Bears offense because, you know, you, you see yeah. Justin Fields sometimes during the game. And it's just like, oh, man, this is going bad. This is going very bad for this career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been so, rooting for him, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, too. And, like, the talent is all there. And he's so fun to watch when you get it going. And then you see this usage. And it's like, okay, I think they might have found that recipe, which is a really good sign for the Bears. And then he'll have that time and, um, you know, potentially year three, like we saw with the with basically both um, – uh, Josh Allen and um, Jalen Hurts. Hurts, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, good comparisons. Right? It's such a big year, and and this is the same recipe for Hurts. So, yeah, we're not sure about Hurts, and you know, a lot of design runs, a lot of runs, and then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, the athleticism is still there, and Fields has even more. Like Fields is probably second behind Lamar Jackson, right? As far as just running, maybe Kyler, but he's not as physical. Yeah, Kyler's a little different. He's more, yeah. Uh, lateral and, and video game like out there, because um, Justin Fields is a pretty big guy to be able to run four four flat the way he can. You know, it's a different category. You know, Lamar Jackson is by himself, but right, right, right. Justin Fields, what he can do physically, and you know, given the time, and maybe this will buy him some more time just to to lean into that running ability more as he develops the passing game and the timing there. It's clearly taken him a while in the NFL. I'm so glad you brought up Allen and Hurts because if you're a Bears fan. You might not remember this, especially Allen, but their first, I don't know, 25, 30 games for both those guys in the NFL were basically as ugly as Fields. And I will stand up on and 100% believe this, that coming out of college, Fields was a way better passer than Allen or Hurts. I mean, he isn't right this minute, but his starting point was higher than either one of them as a thrower, as an accuracy guy, as a downfield passer, so you look around and say, well, maybe if we get him our, his Stephon Diggs and A.J. Brown and Lane Johnson and one more year of seasoning, he might be on that path. I mean, it, it, it's a long cry from where he started the season, and that's a big, big jump from where he's at. But it's not unfathomable. No doubt. No doubt. And it, it's up to him, too, uh, in a lot of ways. You know, mm-hmm. Luke Getzey is is it's important. You know, the coaching staff is really important, and I think coaches have ruined players in the past and situations have ruined players in the past but uh nice to see that come together with luke getsy and and seeing the progression of both of those guys together right this is a different game plan right right uh a different way to utilize your quarterback so that's very exciting for bears fans i can't wait to watch how that goes we still have to talk a little bit more about mac jones and bailey zappy i think uh sam ellinger is replacing matt ryan in Indianapolis, uh, tons of other things to get to uh, an NFL trade. We've got James Robinson going to the Jets from the Jaguars, all coming up on this episode of the Peacock and Williamson. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be really tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode. You're faced with any challenges in life, and you already have so much going on. And in this day and age, we our time is so taken up by everything in our hands all the time. You've always got to be on. And so problem-solving can be difficult because you have so many things going on 
at once. When uh, you learn how to find your own solutions, though, there's no better feeling. And a therapist can really help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or how small. And of course, so many people, you know, me included, came out of the pandemic like, you know, therapy is something that can can really help you yeah, right. in your day-to-day life uh, whether it's big events whether it's a pandemic that you're trying to figure out the the new way that things are for you whether it's um, just checking in daily making sure you are meeting the things that you want to meet every week in your life if you're thinking of giving therapy a try better help is a great option convenient accessible affordable entirely online get matched with a the therapist after filling out a very brief survey super easy and you can switch therapists for free at any time when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free i mean i'm on linkedin you're on linkedin why not why would you not go to the place where everybody who's either has a job looking for a job maybe doesn't even realize they're looking for a job is already on this network of 800 million plus people just add your job to the purple hiring frame to your linkedin profile to spread the word that you're hiring simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Thanks again, everybody for making a Peacock and Williamson your first listen today for your second listen. Check out locked on sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Matt and I have both popped in on Locked On Sports today at times. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt Jones or Bailey Zappi? Matt, did Zappi win that job? Uh, Matt Jones has looked uh, this bad this year, even worse than he had his rookie year. I mean, Bailey Zappi's line wasn't good either. 12 or 14 to 22. He made a nice, uh, you know, like right when he came into the game, it was like, well, that's it. It's Zappi's team now, right? Just seeing how the fans <laughs> reacted to it, uh, you know, and seeing like it was a clear benching for Mac Jones after the interception. Zappi comes in, throws a touchdown, but he was only 14 to 22, 185 yards. He had a couple picks of his own. Um, do they have two quarterbacks or do they have none in New England? I'm sorry. This makes me bonkers. Uh, I, I think I've expressed my zappy concerns yeah. here. This guy's a coach. <laughs> I mean, this is Jason Garrett or Doug Peterson who backs up a good quarterback for 10 years. I don't think he has an NFL skill set. I, I mean, I know Aikman's up there saying arm strength's overrated. This guy's got anticipation and reads the defenses and, he does, and he's advanced mentally. He's tiny, he's not a good athlete, and he can't make throws. Like, I don't see it. I mean, he had success against two of the three garbage defenses in the league. And first of all, I don't understand pulling Mac Jones if you start him. 
sure, he was three of six for 13 yards with a pick. It was terrible. I mean, but he was a little rusty, you know, give him a break. I mean, he had a, a knee brace on. And here's the one thing that we'll never, ever know the answer to because of this organization and how quiet they are. But if a doctor or more likely a quarterback coach is in Bill's ear saying, Mac doesn't trust the knee, we got to get him out. You know, he, he doesn't look the same to me. I mean, somebody that knows way more than me or you, that would be the only reason I could condone this move. And I understand Zappi had success the, the two games before this. And you're right. He came in, the crowd lights up, gives him a spark. Jacoby Myers on a blown coverage is wide open. Zappi barely gets him the ball. The place goes crazy like he's the next Tom Brady. Like any any quarterback in the NFL can get that guy the ball, and most of them do it in a less, less ugly way than Zappi. And then throughout the, the rest of the game, I thought he just got exposed. It's funny, and the New England Patriots fan base is probably just a little bit skewed in that they're like, hey, we've seen it before. Six right, it happens all the time. Superstar quarterback, but it's the only time it's ever happened. And and by the way, Tom Brady, as a sixth-round pick, I know he's a late pick, and you know his, his career at Michigan was weird, and he had Drew Henson there, who's you know a superstar Right, uh, right, right. Fruit and all that. Uh, Tom Brady has like legit arm. Like he was like different. Yeah, like, six five with a good arm. Right. Yeah, Bailey Zappi's not Tom Brady. So no. Um, but uh, it, the the Mac Jones is the hard part because there was reports before the game that they were going to do exactly what they did. They said, "Oh, both quarterbacks might play." I was like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Right? Like if Mac he, Jones, they even said guy, that at halftime. I don't know if you caught yeah. that, but Bill's like, "Oh, we're going to play them both." And then he said after the game, and I'm sure he grumbly, undisclosed voice, you know, that, uh, well, the game got out of hand, so we didn't put Mac back in. Like, deep down, I wonder if there's an injury at play here, because this isn't smart to me. Right. I, I think so. And and you got to give Mac the full opportunity, because he's the first-round guy. He's the more talented yeah. guy. And if he's hurt, then play Zappy. And if he's healthy, play Mac and, and know what you have there, because Zappy's a backup quarterback. Yeah, he is. And he's a great story. I think he'll last in the league for a very long time now, make millions of dollars, and maybe he'll go on to be a head coach someday or whatever. But he's not an NFL starting quarterback. You're going to have a very, very hard time convincing me otherwise. I understand some of his numbers are good and all that, but uh, he's a pitcher that has gone through the league once and everyone knows he doesn't have a curveball now. You know. By the way, Justin Fields, the maybe a little bit of a Justin Fields revenge tour this year. Week one beat Trey Lance in the 49ers. He's already Ooh. Davis Mills this year. Now he's knocked off Mac Jones from that 2021 draft class. Doesn't have Trevor Lawrence on the schedule this year, but a little bit later in the season, Zach Wilson of the Jets is there too. Love it. Love it. Revenge story. I like it. Yeah. Good narrative there. Our last note on the, the Bears and the Patriots. Either one of these teams, they're both three and four right now. Are, are they drafting top five, top 10 in the draft? Are they potentially squeaking in with wild card berths? Where are these teams at? I think New England potentially squeaks in with a wild card card berth, but I deep down don't think so. I think they're fourth in their division. Do you agree they're still behind Miami and the Jets? I mean, clearly they're behind Buffalo. Yeah, and I think the Bears actually have a better opportunity. I don't know if the Bears will end up with a better record than the Patriots in the end. Uh, I might bet against it, but uh, I liked what I saw from the Bears here, and I think they've got a better – I feel better about them now than I did last week, but you know they have won three games. And the path in the NFC is easier than the AFC, too. So. Oh, I 100% agree. Uh, yeah. I can't see the Bears picking the top five. How about that? Some, yeah, so pick, right, right around top 10, maybe, for both yeah, teams. Yeah. Not playoffs. Okay. I think we're on the same page there. How about Sam Ellinger? 
speaking of quarterbacks getting usurped and there is a there's a, an injury situation with Matt Ryan but it wasn't like oh Matt Ryan's out this week he's hurt so Ellinger's going to play it was like the the report is Ellinger's the starter for the rest of the year yeah and what I find odd about that isn't that Matt Ryan deserves to get benched. I mean, I absolutely think he does. And I frankly think he's probably shot, you know, that the, the he, I thought that for much of last year, I think that Frank, Frank Reich said something like, well, we kind of failed Matt. We told him we'd have, give him the best running game in the league and elite production. And we didn't do any, we didn't hold up our end of the bargain either. Okay. I, I don't have a problem benching Ryan. My, my problem is, is what happens when Ellinger stinks? You know, like, do you put Ryan back in or Ellinger gets hurt? And I guess you can't think that way. I mean, you just got to get Ryan out of there. But is this a tank job? Are they going to start at the trade deadline? Are they going to start dumping people to try to get in the top five? Is this an attempt to lose? I just don't know if I understand the motive 100%. I agree. Yeah, you, you kind of got to see it out with because Sam Ellinger is like, is, is he going to come in and save your season? Like, is is that right. how good he looks in practice and how bad my Matt Ryan has looked? Because that I, that seems this isn't going to Kenny Pickett. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. This seems uh, unreasonable to think that Ellinger is going to come in and and save your season if Ryan's too hurt to play now. Sure. And I have a feeling go back to Matt Ryan if he is a little bit banged up and he's healthy and things don't go well with with Sam Elliott either, but you're still three and three right now. I think you got to see it through with Matt Ryan. Uh, and if, you know, if Matt Ryan's not the guy, then you're looking to next year, basically. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the protection and, and Ryan's taking a beating. And I felt this way with Roethlisberger last year. Like I, I, sometimes I look at quarterbacks at this age and say, he can't really defend himself anymore. You, you know, he doesn't have any tools in the chest to get away or, you know, handle the hits. And I thought Ben was that way last year. I think Ryan's that way this year. End of career, Eli. You know, I mean, it, it, it never ends well. The only thing I could see is Ellinger's a good athlete. I mean, he runs around. He's younger. He can take the punishment. If you know it's going to be a brutal year or you know you're not going to be able to pass block probably for the majority of the season, put the young spry kid in there and see if he can make plays. James Robinson traded to the New York Jets after Brees Hall's injury. Some other injury updates around the NFL as well coming up next. Price picks, daily fantasy made easy. If let's say you had the uh, the less than on the projection for Mac Jones passing yards, you would have won that handily at Price Picks. Price picks super easy and super fun. Here's how you do it. You pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry, depending on if you have more or fewer picks there. No competing against other people either. It's just you versus those projections available at prize picks. So no sharks in the pool. You're not competing against a thousand people, some of them with multiple entries and some uh, entries in some big fantasy league, right? It's just you versus those prize pick projections. You're picking two to five players. See if you can hit the mores or the less thans, those projections by prize picks and it's not just nfl football either college football and nba that's getting going now uh kind of excited for the nba season more than i have been for a while major league baseball playoffs college baseball uh college basketball wnba esports nascar mma boxing golf you name it you can find those projections at prize picks entries can be made in 60 seconds or less safe and fast withdrawals and prize picks currently operational in over 30 states and canada 
So download the Prize Picks app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit 100, Prize Picks Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit 50, Prize Picks will give you 50. Don't forget enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. James Robinson on the move. Brees Hall, it looks like he does have a torn ACL. He's going to be done for the year after that long touchdown run, and his rookie season was really starting to get cooking with the Jets, who are winning some football games now. And uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have sent Robinson to the Jets. It looks like a sixth-round pick that could become a fifth-round pick as long as Robinson does what the Jets expect him to do. Not bad overall for the Jacksonville Jaguars to have an undrafted running back, flip him for a fifth-round pick before he becomes a free agent. You know, that's not terrible business. They've got ATN, who looked really good this week, and so that all adds up and makes sense to me. And for the Jets, they're feeling like, man, we're doing pretty well. Uh, Our fan base has suffered for a long time. Let's go win some football games, and there's even some rumblings that the Jets aren't done and maybe looking at offensive linemen, Laramie Tunsil potentially. Mm. Uh, It was Schefter that reported on ESPN. Laramie Tunsil is someone that could be out there if a team needs an offensive tackle, um, maybe even go to the Cleveland Browns for an offensive lineman potentially. So uh, the Jets are going for it, trying to win some football games, and I'm all about it. Let's go. Yeah, and so I have to a little selfless plug here because Ryan McDowell and I do Locked on Dynasty. We recorded last night, and unfortunately, this has happened twice this year where we do – overall dynasty ranks for every position like once a month you know and there's a movement running backs always move like crazy and they're very volatile as everyone knows well at one point early in the season we had Javante Williams knocking on the door to knock off Jonathan Taylor as the top running back in all dynasty right after that blows out his knee boom and then last week we had Brees Hall all the way to number one you know like if you're one back he was number one and now he didn't make our top five. We recorded that last night. I mean, that's how volatile these things are, unfortunately. But it was a good conversation. I urge people to check it out. I give credit to the Jets, though. I mean, I like this front office. They're very aggressive. I mean, I, I think it's a well-built team. I rarely have a, a, a an issue with Jets moves. I wouldn't have taken Zach Wilson a two, but well, so be it. And, and Robinson costs them next to nothing. And it just seems like people don't value Robinson enough. Yeah, he's been undervalued the his whole yeah. career, and he was should have been the dude. And then they went and drafted ATN, and then he was still the dude because ATN got hurt. Uh, ATN showing some flashes now. We'll see how that works out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't hate the move. Actually, this is one of those. It's pretty win win. I, I kind of like this. Deal yeah, I do too. Both teams actually, and I think Robinson's a nice back for the Jets. They got Michael Carter too. Mm-hmm. They can keep doing that two tailback formation. Yeah, keep if, the same. If they want. Um, you know, clearly not the juice that. Brees Hall has, but Robinson's a really good running back and and can give the Jets what they need um, in a running game as long as the, it's, it's blocked up and, you know, they've got the quarterback play. And interesting team, the New York Jets right mm-hmm. now, doing doing pretty well this year. I like it. And Robinson's clearly a professional ball carrier. Yes. You know, I mean, he's not super dynamic, but he gets a lot of, you know, yards on his own. And you met, we both kind of referenced Wilson. And he's looking a little better, and we talked fields earlier. These things don't happen overnight. But I do think Robert Salah looks at, at Wilson and says, I am not going to let you beat me. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, I heard Michael Lombardi say those exact words. So I'm kind of repeating from him. And I thought it was well said is 
we're, you can we, you can facilitate some things, but overall, we don't want too much on your plate. So we yeah, yeah. If we're going to continue running games or winning games, we got to run the ball, and we're not going to yeah. put it on our young quarterback to go with it for sure. Hundred percent. And yeah. they have a good defense, and yeah, you know, maybe they do add to their offensive line. I want to talk tomorrow a little bit more. I've already seen some uh, early mailbag questions coming in, Matt, about the the young Seattle Seahawks draft class and the first place, Ooh, yeah. by the way, in the NFC. West Seahawks draft class. We'll get to that conversation tomorrow. Uh, good news, though, on DK Metcalf for the Seahawks. He's got a patella injury, but Pete Carroll didn't sound at all worried about it, and DK Metcalf was trying to get to practice this week, Wednesday, when practice gets going. So um, right. that's a good sign there. Uh, bad news for the ruptured patella, though, for uh, J.C. Jackson of the Chargers. Cornerback, yeah. uh, according to head coach Brandon Staley, looks like he's going to miss the rest of the season. He's done. Ruptured patella. So uh, J.C. Jackson's Chargers career re- never really got going this year. Yeah, we talked about a lot of, the, of actually uh, big fantasy injuries. Mike Williams, Najoku. I mean, there's tons of them. So just be aware of that. Real quick on J.C. Jackson. I know we're up against it. And this goes back to Belichick that as we started the show. Belichick has his corners have very few. I'm not saying they're dumb. I'm just saying like they don't ask a lot of them mentally. You cover him. You know, we're going to play a lot of man. Uh, our number one corner is often going to go on the number two receiver, and we're going to double the one. It's not real complex. And then these teams go pluck these Belichick corners and ask them to play zone and matchup. You know, like, they never really did that. You know, like, it doesn't mean he can't, but it reminds me of Namdi Asimov going for I was, <laughs> was going to say the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't ask him to do something different and make him the highest paid corner in the league. It makes no sense. Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day. We will be back with a mailbag show tomorrow. Hit us up on Twitter at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL or drop a comment on YouTube. Talk to you then right here. Peacock and Williamson.